0: Yes, it's the place to be for all things franchising. It's the Franchise Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today's topic is, uh, is an absolutely masterful one. I'm delighted to better address this because it's called the burnout problem and how to master it. Who hasn't heard of that? Um, Franchise Simply, as you know, are committed to ensuring that you're informed about all the relevant topics, topics around franchising and business, and this is certainly one of great interest. Um, it's great to be with you again and i'm certainly excited because today i've got a guest who i've been anxious to get for a long time lucky enough to bump into her a few weeks ago and uh, today i've got sarah McCrum. um a quick reminder before i introduce sarah that you should have your pen and paper ready because i guarantee sarah's going to give you some gems and uh, for our members just remember that the transcript for this radio show will be available in time in our vault so sarah McCrum, if you haven't heard of sarah Many, many people have. She's the author of Energy on Demand, Master Your Personal Energy, Never Burned Out. She is a very devoted trainer and lover of what she does. She trained for 22 years with Chinese energy masters, and she's been teaching business owners how to take care of their energy for the last 20 years. And I must say, very successfully, because many people have, have raved about the work she's done. So during this time, she's worked with literally hundreds of small business owners so, uh, Sarah, welcome. Lovely to talk to you.
1: Thank you very much, Brian. It's great to be here.
0: And uh, anything I've, I've fairly brief intro. Anything you'd like to add to your bio there?
1: Um, not really. You know, I think the most important things is um, in this kind of topic is is actually showing up and. Sorting out the problems, and that's what I've done a lot of. Um, I've spent a lot of time with people, helping them to prevent burnout, or deal with burnout, or sort out their energy, and uh, see what the consequences of it are. And I think that's the most important work that I've done, to be honest. Is, you know, I could give you lists of all the other bits and pieces, but they're not terribly important.
0: I, I can imagine it must be very satisfying to be able to help people who are in a situation where they can do better, they can be better. And you're able to help that, help them achieve that.
1: Uh, yeah, um, especially because what it ends up being about, um, is not just solving the problem. Solving the problem is a thing that has to be done if somebody's on that journey to burnout. But I think the really interesting thing about working with a person's energy is that it opens up their potential. It opens up that part, which so many of us, especially in business, I think we feel that potential, but we often feel that we're missing it slightly. We haven't, it's like there's, there's something that's mm. missing all the time. So to me, that, that's the real journey. It's from that, oh, everything's going wrong. I don't have the energy that I want to have, or am I burning out through to opening up this much brighter potential and getting in touch with who you are. That's what makes it such fascinating work.
0: I can relate to that because I talk to many, many business owners and in the main they're looking to grow their businesses because they've got something they love, they're passionate about and and they believe it it deserves to do better and be bigger. But they end up treading water because I think they're approaching this burnout situation but they don't recognise it. So let's get into it because the first question is, (laughs) what is burnout, Sarah? How do you define it?
1: Um, The way I would define it is that burnout is basically when your energy becomes so imbalanced that you're not functioning properly anymore and i specifically use the word energy in relation to burnout because burning out is that feeling like your engine is burning out and there are a couple of ways that that tends to happen one is that people go into a kind of overdrive situation where they just push themselves and push themselves And they burn out that way. You can imagine it's just like overstretching an engine and never giving it a rest, never giving it a break. And the other way is that people slow down and they get into that state of procrastination, not being able to make decisions. And it's almost like the engine becomes too slow and doesn't doesn't get enough movement, doesn't get enough fuel through it to work. But especially in business, I find the biggest problem is in people just pushing themselves too hard for too long and it's literally like their motor burns out and they just they, they end up feeling they don't have the energy they need to do what they'd love to do
0: i can relate to that i must say there are times when i've hit periods in my life I look back at and realize i was procrastinating in fact i think i was probably depressed for some period of time yes. here and there and and i just couldn't make a decision i couldn't decide which I mean, saucepan to use if I was cooking, you know, just ridiculous yeah, things and you'd what you Brian, what is going on, mate? You
1: know. <laughs> yeah, it is literally like that, that things that you ought to be able to do really easily and maybe you could do six months ago or three months ago every single day without it being a problem. And suddenly it's like you don't have any motivation to do it sometimes or you don't have any energy to do it and your mind is confused. And the funny thing is that the people who burn out by going into that overdrive, just overworking, very often end up slowing down so much, just like you described. It's almost like them, it turns into the flip side. So from going so fast, you end up just slowing down. It's like your engine's got so clogged that you can hardly move anymore.
0: Mm. And look, it's not exclusive to business owners, is it? we see many people no. under a lot of pressure, uh, particularly executives and managers uh, at all levels, really, where perhaps expectations are maybe too high or, or themselves, they've, they're disappointed or they've, they've set themselves goals which can't be reached at certain times. Okay, so um, let's get down to the core, because I, I think if you've felt any of these symptoms, if anybody who's listening is re- relates in any way to any of this, you need to pin your ears back, because why does it happen to business people Sarah how would you define the cause of it
1: really um, I would say there are three main things that I tend to see um, one of them I, I find this a lot amongst business people that they use their minds all that all the time they use their minds to solve problems and they mm-hmm. get into this kind of situation where the mind that they get totally into their heads. And you can often feel that. It's like your head is just full and you never ever switch off. You never stop thinking. And um, it's like that's actually not balanced because we're not designed to do things only with our minds as human beings. We need more balance than that. And so when the mind is being overstretched, the the weird thing about it is that they then try to read more about it or to try to find a mental way to solve the problem where it's the mind that's the problem in the first place. So you can imagine that whatever you do to try to solve it actually makes it worse because you then stretch your mind even further. You push your mind even further. It's like, I've got to do this and I've got to master this and I've got to do something else in order to solve this problem of me never switching off. And it gives you another way to never switch off. So that's one way that I find very common amongst business owners. They just never stop thinking and then they try to use that thinking to fix the never-stopping thinking. Mm. The next mm. reason I find, um, which is a funny one sometimes somehow to mention in business, and yet it's tremendously important, um, and it's not always easy to talk about, but it actually relates to uh, basically a, a kind of lack of love and especially a lack of self-love. So I find amongst business owners that they tend to serve a lot of people. First of all, um, there's often a very strong drive, absolutely naturally, to take care of their family. Um, And that's absolutely as it should be. And then, of course, they're serving clients all the time. That's how you make your business successful. Then you need to look after your team. um, And that's really important. Otherwise, you don't have a successful business. But my question is, where is the time and the space for you? And who's really looking after you? And if your mind is whirring around all the time, it may well be that even when you go home and spend time with your family, you're not able to really receive that much from them. And a lot Mm. of people will relate to this, that they actually start to feel disconnected from their partner or even from their kids. Mm. I remember a guy I worked with who said to me, you know what? I went to my daughter's concert this morning at school. She was five or six, and it didn't touch me at all. Wow. And he realized that there was something very seriously wrong because he didn't feel anything anymore. And so this, um, to actually take care of yourself, and dare I say it, to love yourself, is so fundamental um, to having the energy that you need to be able to do all the things that you'd love to do with your life. And it's something that I very, very rarely see mentioned in business. So that's the second thing I see happening a lot, just this really people use themselves, but they don't take care of themselves. And then the other thing that tends to lead to burnout is where either you're not doing work that has meaning for you, You're working to make Mm -hmm. money, for example, but it's not aligned with any sense of purpose. Or you may have some sense of purpose that feels like it would take you off in a different direction. So you haven't found a way to bring your purpose into your business fully. And that makes people feel split um, and it makes them feel disconnected with themselves and mm-hmm. especially um when you're in maybe your 40s or 50s, it, you can manage. Perhaps if you're in your 30s, you've got young kids, you just have to get all this stuff done. You have to take care of things. But when you've been doing it for a longer time, you start to have this real craving for more meaning mm-hmm. and for more um, sense of purpose in your life. And even if you're passionate about your business, funnily enough, you can sometimes feel still that there's something missing And so I find that also causes burnout quite frequently. And it causes depression, which is very similar for business people.
0: Yeah, look, I I can relate to that, not just myself, because I suppose we can best relate to these things often through our own experience. I mean, I know when I was in my 40s, my kids were in the were were sort of mid-teens. And, you know, I was struggling. Yeah, exactly as you say, I just... We weren't connected, and it's so easy for things to fall apart when it's like that, and what, what you're saying really is it's not what you think it is, that you've lost contact or it's not the no. same there or the pulse isn't there anymore. It's actually that there's something wrong with you because in as much as you're not recognising your own self, et cetera. Sorry, I'm not trying to diagnose and do your job here, but um, just just no, that But thought. you're spot
1: on, Brian, and and the point, the, the, the really powerful thing, powerful thing about that is that it means that it's not something wrong with your kids, which is often the first thought, you know, oh, they don't connect with me anymore. It is the fact that you're not connected with yourself. The good news Mm. about that is it means that you can do something about it because it's you rather Mm. than someone else you're trying to fix. And it's a lot (laughs) easier to fix yourself than it is to fix your kids.
0: That's when we all went off to meditation classes when they were about 15. (laughs) And uh, I was really struggling to connect at a house full of of women. um, And... uh, I, th- I think it actually helped to started me on my journey with a bit of discovery. But uh, um, okay, that, that's fascinating. So obviously, we're just to look at you know how to master it. So what can you do to prevent that? So you sort of hinted, but uh, perhaps you could give us a little bit more of a picture there, Sarah.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll take each of those three main reasons and uh, give you some ideas about what you can do to prevent each of those, because you, you, ha- you may have all of them going on, or you may mm. have only one of them. And if you just pick up one idea from this, it will start to make a difference. So if you want to look at the, the never stop thinking problem, um, it is essential for the mind, just like it is for just about anything else in life, to get a break. Mm. and that's something you need to plan for, you need to value it, you need to understand that your mind cannot be efficient if it's working all the time. Mm. And there are different ways you can do that. So, Brian, you mentioned meditation. That's one of the ways that you can give your mind a break. You can do some kind of relaxation, and what I really mean by that, I teach relaxation a lot, but at the core of what I teach is doing nothing and letting Mm. your mind quieten down. So if you could sit on a chair for half an hour or even an (laughs) hour at the weekend and actually give yourself permission to do nothing at all, and you might feel you're going crazy to begin with because your mind is Mm. so active, but Mm. if you're not trying to use your mind and you're not trying to think things out, you're actually giving yourself permission to stop for a while and build a habit of that you will find that you start to get a little bit of space in your mind. And just to give an example of how this works, people often say to me, oh, I have all my best ideas in the shower or when I go for a walk <laughs> or basically when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say it in a very casual way. But there's a reason for that, because when you're in the shower, you actually give yourself a bit of a break and you stop thinking. When mm-hmm. you go for a walk, you stop thinking. And that's what your mind needs, because that's actually when you start to get creative. <laughs> your mind is not a creative part of you, funnily enough. It's when your mind actually calms down that the creativity starts to, to rise up. So that's what I would say for the people who are over mental and over analysing and overthinking things. Now, if you feel that your issue is just a lack of self-love and a lack of self-care, it's pretty obvious, really, what you need to do. You actually need to give something to yourself. And I find it very common that people have lost touch with what they want themselves because they are so used to tuning in to the family and to the business needs that they literally don't know who they are anymore. Mm, But mm. even if that's you, even if it's just a little thing, like I would love to, I don't know, spend two or three hours on my own doing something that maybe nobody else would really care about But Mm. I really would love to do that. Or I'd love to go out once a week with my friends and not have to go home to the family every single night. Mm. Or I would love to spend two days, just go away for two days to somewhere, wherever, somewhere different. And I'd like to do it on my own. I'd like to do it for me. Mm. And that Mm. is really important.
0: Yeah, that's hard, isn't it? I suppose maybe, maybe it's my old Presbyterian method is sort of background, you know, born during the Second World War and parents been through the Depression and all that sort of stuff and my sort of feeling, well, that's being selfish,
1: you know. I know. Everybody uh, thinks you, it's being selfish. But you know what? If you really boil it down, is it more selfish to run yourself so much into the ground that you can't connect with your family anymore? You can't provide them mm. with the love that they desperately need from you. Yeah. Or is it really selfish to take care of yourself, to replenish yourself so that you really have something to share with them? Because you can only share with your family or with anybody else what you actually have yourself. You know, you can't give money to somebody if you don't have any money. You yeah. actually can't really give love, quality love, to the people who need it if there's no love for you. It just, it doesn't equate, it doesn't, doesn't actually and so the, there is an older generation, um, if you if you don't mind me saying it that way, Brian. <laughs> no,
0: so <laughs> so it's just, just, just edged past middle age, age. yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's right. Um, and the thing is that th- the point is that if you have that kind of thinking, if you actually can shift that around and take care of yourself a little bit, what you'll find is that that's really good for you. It's mm. good for other people too. And there's no yeah. reason why they shouldn't be too they shouldn't be doing it as well. If you have mm. a partner, it's very likely that they're doing the same thing in the way that's appropriate to their gender. Mm. That's what mm. I often find. You know, this isn't a male or a female thing. It's just it tends to do it slightly different ways. Um, but you'll also find that it helps you to be more relaxed. It helps it ultimately if you can really take care of yourself better, that's going to translate into a healthier um, time in your older years as well. So the the spin-off of it is far more than just the business. It's your life that benefits by doing this. And your life benefits everything. It benefits your family. It benefits your business. It benefits whatever you touch. So that's really worth thinking about. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard for people. But I see the consequences when people don't do that. And that's a lot. I
0: suppose I, I'm lucky. I, I think I'm actually very fortunate. I've been married for a donkey years, and Pr- Prue, my partner, actually insists I go out with my mates for a jog once or twice a week. And if I don't, she gets quite upset. She kicks me out of the house, actually, because um, I need to mix with the blokes, talk a bit yeah. of rubbish, and do my running, which is also sort of meditational as well in some respects, and go off to my yoga class as well. And uh, uh, as I say, so I'm fortunate. Um, but she obviously understands that and she, she needs her space. I, I'm somebody who doesn't need space. I, I, I tend to spend my time around people and revel in that. Um, she's the opposite. She actually needs space and can only take limited amounts of people, including me, I think. So, so maybe yeah. I'm lucky on that score. That, that's fascinating. That's, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I really appreciate that. So you, you mentioned. And let's there was, just
1: come back. Let's, let's just come back to the purpose question. The other one I mentioned. Yeah. So I don't want to leave that hanging. No. Um, no. So, if you feel that you're somehow not aligned with your purpose, or your business takes you off purpose, or you just feel like, honestly, I don't know why I'm here, and I'm beginning to want to have some sense of that, it doesn't feel okay to keep living that way. There isn't um, a formula answer for this. The real answer to the question of how you uh, resolve that is simply to start to allow that question into your experience start to ask the question why am i here who am i what am i doing on this planet what's what is the purpose of my life and don't expect to have an answer in a day or two and then it's okay i've got it now now i'm just going to go off and do it that's not what purpose is all about purpose is not actually about the work that you do and the you know your career which is what most people confuse it for purpose is something deeper than that and it's often much more about a a way of being that you can bring into whatever work you're doing and so even if your business isn't necessarily your passion and it isn't always you can still bring your purpose into it wherever you are so the 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 guides the guiding um principle for for your core purpose that is that it's very likely to be something um it's more about a state so you might find if you really start to investigate that what matters to you is something like love or peace Mm. that you really want to experience peace inner peace i find that's very common amongst business owners and be able to share that with other people or you want to help people And in order to be able to truly help people, uh, you need to be in a very good state yourself. Mm. But it's usually something that's very much about core human values. And it's something that you can bring into your work at whatever stage of your business you are. Um, It's the big stuff. It's the important stuff. It's about who you are, not what you do. Yeah. That, that's just a little bit of guidance of what to look for, because I find most people, when they're looking for the purpose thing, they try to find their purpose in what they do, and then they just do huge things and get very um, sort of busy with all of that. But that still leaves that something missing. And it's only when we come to the deeper, really human stuff, what defines us as a human being, that we start to feel the satisfaction.
0: Actually, that rings a bell with me. You, you, you and I were at a, a conference recently with B1G1, buy one, give one, and uh, there were a number of sessions about this topic. You led a, a meditation session, which was delightful, and uh, but also for Prue and I, it resonated. There were a couple of people speaking, talking just about this with their business, with the, the real purpose, the values, the culture, and really defining. Uh, and we spent the morning thrashing it out for us, for, for our, our, business franchise simply and for Micro Foundation. I must say, it gave us a lot of comfort afterwards and we're now running through it with the rest of the team as well. So it is something I'd encourage people to do. It, it is actually quite a, um, it, it's really very rewarding and I, I must say, I, I feel more comfortable and relaxed having done that. It's, a, it's a faint, strange thing, but I've got it out and perhaps it was something I'd not sort of hadn't lit the, uh, hadn't lit the, the, the touch paper before.
1: Yes, and then the interesting thing is, of course, each member of your team also has their own purpose as well as the business purpose. And if you can light that up or give them permission to light up within the business, they will bring their absolute best in mm. everything they do with you. Mm. So um, there's a lot of reward to be had from exploring purpose. I just would say don't take it as a to-do list item. It's something that needs to be done genuinely, (laughs) um, you know, wholeheartedly because this is important stuff. It's the stuff that make it gives us Mm fulfilment, and why not run a business with fulfilment if you can, which you can.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole other, yeah, a whole other dimension. That's that's really valuable. Thank you so much for that. So I suppose you've given us a bit of indication about what we can do to prevent it. But what if you're already burnt out? I mean, um, how would you?
1: You sort of lead into that. Uh, fundamentally, when somebody is really burnt out, it's the same things that I talk about. Mm. Um, they also need to learn to relax, but they often need to do a lot of it. I burnt out when I was about twenty-eight, and I I was lucky. It was I, I was a teacher, and I just got burnt out by working too hard during the year. And I remember I was in Greece, and I found myself lying on the beach all day it was a thing we used to do in those days yeah. and soaking up the sun and i would eat and sleep and swim and sleep and eat and sleep and swim and sleep and i had to do that for about 4 or 5 weeks i had no energy i just oh. didn't have any energy to do anything and i literally remember the day when the spark started to come back i felt this spark in me it's like oh i'd like to do some work again i'm <laughs> getting ready to start again and that burnt out feeling was gone where I just didn't want to do anything and it it just came back. My energy came back. So if people are really burnt out, I often find they do need to take some time. It's almost like if you you get sick, you can end up in hospital. If you really push it that far, you may end up having to take time off and that's why for business owners it's so much better to prevent it because it's not always an easy thing to do to just stop. But you may find you have to, and it's not always that enjoyable because you're not feeling great with yourself. But you have to let your body and your energy system reset itself. You have Mm. to feed and nourish yourself, not just at the physical level, the level of sleep and the level of rest. And sometimes you actually just need to balance things out. If you have worked so hard for so long that you've burnt out, you need to reset and find a better way of doing things. It, it is going to be the beginning or the trigger for a really significant life change. Um, and it's that is a change that needs to happen. You do not have to do business in a way that crushes your energy mm. and um, leaves you depleted. You can do business in a way that is really nourishing for you and that is actually good for other people around you too but it means for i would say 99% of people it means a really significant change
0: i can see you know you go back to the 90s with the you know the sort of greed is good and i mm-hmm. think i could see it then and, I, and at the moment it's it's a sort of the buzzword really disruption and so forth but everyone is so mastered by responding to their electronic stimulus you know to emails and We chats and goodness knows, and messengers and multiple messaging services. It's hard to get away from it. Switch your phone on and you've got a blast coming from every direction. Uh, um, But one, I'd just like to actually say, um, briefly, because we're winding coming up towards the end of our our conversation. I, I could talk for hours. I'd love to talk to you about all your experiences with Chinese masters, but let's leave that for another day. But is, is this burnout actually on the increase? I read stats and so on, but what's the reality of it, Sarah?
1: Uh, yes, uh, for sure. Depression is massively on the increase um, and pressure. The, the thing that I see is that we are under a kind of pressure. It's a, it's a subtle, almost undefined pressure a lot of the time that we've never been under before. And I'm seeing this in young people. I've met university students recently who say that they feel that their life is pointless. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing because they've seen the news. They've seen Mm. all the reporting that goes on, partly about the state of the planet and the state of humanity. We know that a a really big shift is needed. Nobody can avoid that anymore. And that makes you feel insecure at your very core, you know. And then at the same time, they know that they're studying subjects that... um, are not going to be relevant in five to ten years' time, but no one's got an answer to them as to what they should study instead, and they wonder whether it's even worth studying anything. Um, Now, those may be the children of some of the people who are listening, but if teenagers and university students are feeling this pressure and then parents are feeling it, how do you educate your children? How how do you educate them for a future that we really have no understanding of? And then how do you prepare your business for disruption? How do you prepare for the rapidly changing business environment, for the fact that so many people are not going to be needed in the current form in their work anymore because of automation and artificial intelligence? And what's that going to look like? And that's just the beginning of the questions. We all have this awareness underneath that things are changing so much that, Things that we thought we could rely on when we were younger are not relevant anymore. And so there is a pressure on people, um, at a level that I don't think we've ever experienced. And inevitably, you know, you use, you, you try to deal with that mm. somehow. But it, w- with that level of insecurity, it is inevitable that people will burn out more. They will feel just confused, or disorientated, or they don't know what direction to go, or they'll feel a kind of pointlessness about doing anything. These are all the feelings that I discover amongst really good, really successful business owners. I'm not talking about losers and failures. I'm talking about people who run really good businesses, and yet they have often quite profound issues going on inside themselves that nobody would ever know unless it actually all falls apart so i really want to make that clear we're Mm. not talking i don't think we're talking about a tiny minority Mm. i think we're talking about probably a majority experiencing some of this stuff Mm. um, and just surviving it Um, but life can be better than that
0: yeah look that's words of wisdom sarah it reminds me of 50 years ago late 50s early 60s when the the nuclear age was 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 over us. The, the Cold War, the Cuba Missile Crisis, and it was exactly the same. Teenagers, universities, should that was gave us the marvelous sixties because everybody sort of freed themselves of it. But uh, having said all that, um, uh, thank you very much, indeed. I don't know if you want to make a sentence or two in closing, but I, I'm just going to uh, go into the fact that I know you said that, um, that you'd be be uh, generous enough to to make an offer to the people listening if they'd like to discuss this, so I have a little bit of help. would you like to uh, outline that to us, please?
1: Yes, I'd be um, happy to talk with anybody. I think there's two categories that you might fall into. One is that you know that this is a problem and you don't know what to do about it. And the other is that you have some sense that if you had more energy, there's so much more that you could do and there's so much more that you'd love to do with your life. Um, But, you know, the burnout question actually is a question about energy and uh, you can either just feel you're so lacking energy that you're not functioning anymore or you feel like, oh, there's something, there's something that I could do if I could access more of myself. And if you feel that that's you, then I would be really happy to sit down with you on Skype or Zoom um, for half an hour and talk that through and look at who is the person you could be if you had your energy functioning really well. And what's Going on at the moment, what's getting in the way, what's holding you back or stopping you from being that person, whether you're burning out or whether it's just some habits and things that you need to change. And we can literally sit down and and look at a plan that suits you and suits your lifestyle of how you could make that shift in as easy way as possible. Because I think the thing that's most important for me, because I work with business owners, I know that it has to fit with the pressures that are already on you. Um, so I'd be really happy to, to offer that to anybody who wants to take me up on that one.
0: That, that, that's wonderful. So, James, it's been delightful talking to you, Sarah. We're indebted to you for giving us so much of your time. I know you're a very, very busy person, and I can see why. You're in demand, but a privilege to get to hear some of those words of wisdom. So really appreciate that. And if you'd like to contact Sarah, her website is sarahmccrum.com. And if you'd like to talk to her otherwise, get in touch with me, as always. And I'll certainly put you through. So fantastic. Thank you again, Sarah. This is Brian Keane from Franchise Simply signing off and looking forward to being with you when we have our next franchise radio show.